unidentifiable flying object. <laughs> UFO continues to be a mystery. Wasn't alone in space. Sightings of UFOs. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? It could only be anything. A UFO. everybody welcome to another episode of ufo no the show where we separate science fact from science fiction i am joined by my wonderful friend blind mike they love you they love you every time they're so excited to have you here it's almost rehearsed almost but not quite almost but not quite Hey, everybody. Thank you again for being uh, uh, coming on another episode with us. Coming on another episode. Boy, that really sounds terrible, doesn't it? Just jizzing all over the episode. Uh, no. That made it better. It did, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean joining us on another episode. Episode, I believe this is 47, Mike. That's a lot. Episode 47. We've hit 7,500 downloads. Thank you all very much once again. Oh, yeah. They love us. All right, enough. Uh, but thank you very much, everybody. I really, really you know appreciate it. The most impressive thing for me just now is what? Is that entire studio audience all in unison, just like a guy was like, and they were like, oh, okay. Everybody. <laughs> not Dude, one he's got a handle on it. Not he's got a handle clap. on it. You know, there's like an overly rambunctious <laughs> old lady in that audience. Not in this crowd, not in this yeah, crowd. No. See, here's what happens. They do a screening process of every audience member that comes in beforehand. And they say, now look, when we give you the sign to shut the fuck up, you need to shut the fuck up. And they're like, oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, so, there's hey, just we. a team of people this, in the back. We're like, nope. That's right. This studio right audience is very well behaved. You broke our three clap That's rule. right. That's right. <laughs> Where I'm going to. No, feel free to clap as much okay. as you want. Oh, there you go. Just go. Go for it. Have at her. Just have at it. See, I'm clearly not that guy. No, you're not that guy. Like they got. They're like, hold on. Mike tries to order us around one time and we're supposed to. Mm -hmm. No, you got to build that trust, man. You got to build that trust. Psychologically break them (laughs) down. way the handlers do that's right so once again everybody thank you very much for the support it means a lot we're just two goofy guys and so it's awesome that you guys listen to us thank you leonard who just got back from fishing leonard thank you oh and look oh they love him too (laughs) anyways but thank you lucky i don't know how to like program stuff i would I would ask them right now like yeah well look at that deleted Oh, so thank you, Leonard. Thank you, Damon, for always listening to the show. Everybody out there, uh, you know, let me know. 208-790-8226 that you listen to the show. I'll give you a shout-out. Shout-out anybody you want. You literally text me something as long as it's not something that's going to get me in trouble. And I'll throw it out on the show. I'll throw you, it out. Did you already forget how this podcast intro started? <laughs> yeah. Text him whatever you want. Text me whatever you want. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, thank you all very much. But before we get too far into this, because we're already a little bit, make sure and share us on social media. Subscribe on YouTube. Review us if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify. I believe you can leave reviews on Spotify. Please do. Thank you very much. It helps us grow the show, gets us into new audiences. Audiences. share with your friends they love us and i want to thank uh clarkson cbd co for uh, always being uh, so supportive of us uh go shop online clarkson cbd co.com 
Uh, save 10% when you use promo code UFO, no, UFONO, all one word. You save 10% site-wide, everything, gummies, capsules, oils, you name it. It's awesome. Plus, if you leave a review, okay, if you leave a review for Clarkson CBD Company, you're going to get 10% off for life, for life. They'll send you, we'll send you, it's me. I'll send you a new code, a code unique to you, and uh, and you can use that for life. Every time you buy, you get 10% off. Anyways, and then also a health scanning cannabis company. You know what? I keep forgetting to do this. The Clarkson CBD Company, I keep forgetting to put them up on the screen. Clarkson CBD Company, there they are. Beautiful website. Isn't that beautiful? I still Anyways. think you're leaving money on the table without getting a catchy slogan. What do you mean a catchy There's slogan? There's so many O's in the, in the ad. <laughs> So many. Use the promo UFO no at CBD Co. Oh my God, Mike! Yeah, you're right, dude. You could. It is like, home of the O's, right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, it's the place you go to blow the dro, don't you know? Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> to blow so the dro, don't you know? So much. Oh my God. Anyways, use that promo code UFO no. Save ten percent. Site-wide. You're hearing it Site-wide. Do it. And then also, Hell's Candy Cannabis Company, if you want a balanced experience with your cannabis, something that is severely lacking in the cannabis industry these days, you want Hell's Candy Cannabis Company. I'm telling you, that old-school feel, it's beautiful. All soil, craft soil-grown, true live organic soil, by the way. Uh, go try it out. Ask for them in your local Washington retailer, Hell's Candy Cannabis Company. If they don't have it, get a hold of me. I'll make sure they get it. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. They support us. I support them. It's a great thing. They love the show. We love the show. You know you love the show. Check out the show. Mike, it's story time on UFO No. Is that what it is? It's story time, man. Uh, you know, there's uh, we've been talking about some news, billionaires in space, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. There's not a whole lot happening. I mean, there's some there's some more prime ministers and some more military officials that are coming forward being like, we've known about UFOs the whole time. Look, Dick Cheese, we've known that. All right. We've known that UFOs exist. You're just now admitting it. What does that change in our belief? Nothing right. doesn't change anything. So uh, like you like you had said, Mike, before the show, mm. we're waiting for something big. So once we get some news, some more news, we'll come back with some news. But for now. It's story time on UFO. No, we got a good one, man. We got a good one. Uh, let's see. What do we got? I got to get my poop in a group. We got to get uh, Minnesota's most notorious UFO sighting remains a mystery two decades later. So let's get into it. I bet right? it's got cows in it. Oh, dude, you might be right. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, what you are seeing is you are seeing uh, a diagram of a road. A, a crossroad, okay, of where this took place, all right? So here we go. We got some visual aid. We got the story. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good, Mike. The quality is amazing. It's August. Wasted, wasted on me. Well, you know, Mike, I mean, I love you, but it's not for you. <laughs> you were telling me about it's it. It's for the viewers. It's Well, of course I'm going to tell you. I'm proud of it. All right, here we go. August 27th, 1979. Remember, Minnesota's most notorious UFO sighting, Mike. August 27, 1979, Warren, Minnesota, 20 miles from the North Dakota border. Marshall County Sheriff's Deputy Val Johnson was on patrol early in the morning on Highway 5 when he saw a bright light to the south 
on Highway 220. Now you know why there's a diagram up to show you which way south, what's Highway 5, and what's 20 miles. All right, Johnson thought maybe a crashed semi or down plane thought it was a crash semi or a down plane. But as he approached it, he said the light instantly jumped through the windshield, hitting him like, I quote, a 200-pound pillow, knocking him out. I can't even imagine what that would look like. A 200-pound pillow? I mean, at, if at the point that it weighs 200 pounds, would it really need to be a pillow? <laughs> like, couldn't it be anything? That's true, like, 200 pounds. But I suppose if you said a 200-pound pound person... It'd be like, damn, dude, that would hurt. But if you say 200-pound pillow, you get the idea that it was heavy but not harmful. So that's what... Maybe that's what he was going for. I don't know. Maybe that's what he was going for. That's fair. His reaction... It's not 200-pound brick of knife. (laughs) That's, yeah. His reaction was preserved in the actual radio call to dispatch when he awoke. Dispatcher. 401, what is your condition? Deputy Johnson. I don't know. Something just hit my car. Dispatch, what's your condition? Are you okay? Johnson, something attacked my car. I heard the glass breaking and the locks. The brakes locked up. I don't know what's going on. According to the Sheriff's Office investigation reports, Johnson's wristwatch and the clock on the 1977 Ford that is known to be faulty at best. Limited Cruiser stopped working for 14 minutes. Johnson said his teeth were fractured at the gum line and his eyes burned. Whoa! Guess what? Pillows don't break teeth. That's true, man. That's that's. I think that's more than... Uh, yeah, I think 200-pound brick might be. Yeah. Apt. He goes on to say, My eyes were extremely painful, as if I'd been subjected to something like an arc welder burn or something. Said Johnson during an interview. I feel like this guy is played by Keanu Reeves. (laughs) An interview on the 1980 TV show, That's Incredible. His story and the injuries mystified the nation, but there's another piece of evidence that still brings the curious to the Marshall County Historical Society Museum, the squad car damage and all. Uh, According to the Historical Society, Sherilyn Meyer, the director, this is the big thing they come to see. Whatever hit him started with a broken headlight and ended up here is a weird dent on the top of the hood. Broke the windshield, hit the reflector, and bent both the antenna. The sheriff's office back in 79 brought out experts from Honeywell and Ford Motor Company to examine the damage. I have not seen anything like this before, said Ford crash investigator Meridian French in the That's Incredible show. They are extremely unusual. Dennis Beck or Breck, the Marshall County Sheriff at the time, said he took Johnson at his word. I feel that whatever Val told me about the light and the strange incident was true. I don't doubt Val in any way, said Breck in the video. The sheriff tried other means to get an answer as to what happened to Johnson. Investigative documents show he reached out to Alan Hendry, chief investigator with the Center for the UFO Studies. The biggest mystery about the Val Johnson case is trying to find one neat explanation for something that could behave the way he described, yet create the kinds of damage that we discovered, said Hendry in the That's Incredible report. Sounds like condensed gravity. Ooh, I'd be looking for a physicist, not another. No one in 42 years has been able to explain what happened. Mike, you just did it. Well, maybe. I mean, still theoretical science. He goes on to say, upon reflection, we've come to the conclusion that perhaps the creator, as in God, 
or some other deity has made other things we can't readily see or readily identify. And perhaps this is one of the things we encountered on the road, said Johnson to a studio audience during That's Incredible. Where is Deputy Johnson today? Hmm? Where is he? People in the Warren said he'd moved away and stopped doing interviews on this a while ago. Hold on. Let me, I got some things on the screen that don't belong there and I'm going to stop it. There's some pages that had some writing on it and it had nothing to do with what I was talking about. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So much. We're, we're just so prepared over here. Bad internet. Right? <laughs> exactly. Quiet. Uh, he stopped doing while, uh, interviews on this a while ago. We searched online and found an address for Val Johnson in Wisconsin. So they spoke to him for 20 minutes, but he didn't want to go on record because of the stress and intention or attention that it caused his family for a long time. He did, however, permit them to pass on the notion that he hopes those new UFO sightings and government reports might give people new perspective on his story. So what do you think? Do you think it was legit? Do you think it was not legit? I don't, I don't think I can really say one way or another. All right, well, let's break it down. Okay, so... For being the most infamous, there's not as much information as you'd think there would be. No. So here, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm curious about. I'm curious about um, the fact that, okay, 200-pound pillow mm-hmm. hitting him. What You said that, that could be what now? Condensed gravity. Condensed gravity. Like we experience eight pounds per square inch as our normal for gravity so if say if we're looking at like what you'd think a tractor beam would be because he, he talked about it being like a flash of light yeah thing uh so basically it would be kind of like imbuing photons with a condensed gravity somehow so that way whenever the light touches something it would merely apply that increased gravity to it so like crushing so it would be like a car crusher hit the front end of this thing without being the uniform little making cubes. It was just slam and then over. Mm. So that would be the damage because it broke the windshield, broke the headlight, left a dent, hit him and knocked him out. Okay. That's condensed gravity. If he's hit by way more, just imagine if you were standing up right now and then you were hit by even just four times gravity. Yeah. You are going to be flat on the ground. You are not going to be adjusted to that sheer amount of gravity because now we're sitting here at, what, like 32 pounds per square inch is now the pressure you feel. I mean, it's the equivalent of you weighing like 400 pounds. Yeah. Without being used to that. That's insane. Just boom. That would be that. Immediately. If they had a way to, if this is a... You know, kind of, because we've done experimental sonar stuff. You can cause that kind of damage with sound vibrations. We've seen that with the little metronome-type little hammers that can shatter a bridge. Yeah. The right vibrations can do that. So if they can somehow do something similar to that with light and gravity, then it could have just, like, smashed the car, done the damage while leaving absolutely nothing. You can't just measure, oh, yeah, once upon a time, there was more gravity right here. Yeah. You know, without a physicist and, like, a car and a laboratory to, say, find a way to increase the gravity of the room, you'd get similar effects but not identical because it only hit the front. There was no damage to the tail. Yeah. 
So if you were to increase the gravity of a room, everything would come down. It would feel like the room was heavier, so it would put way more pressure on the car. You'd see cracks everywhere. Very interesting. You know, we've talked about the concept of uh, the, what was it, the Phoenix Lights, and we talked about the type of propulsion system that they could have, which was the, what was it, the, the protons or photons, the beam of... Oh. That would almost act like uh, stilts like in a way. Light. They were talking about it being uh, made with gamma rays. Yeah, oh, okay. So they were basically pushing gamma rays down, and it would be similar to, like, say, an invisible arm, like just pushing yourself up off the ground. So you'd be having an extended like that. I don't know if how you would go about that with the need for light or whatever. I don't know the molecular stability for how you would even achieve that how was light well and he noticed a, a very bright brilliant light eight to 12 inches in diameter three to four feet off the ground just a ball of it and he said the the edges were very defined okay so constant i don't know maybe and that's when the light hit him like a 200 pound pillow because hmm, by nature light can't weigh well, let's talk about, okay, so then he wakes up with burns around his eyes. The windshield and one of the headlight were smashed. Are we talking actual physical burns to physical his skin? Physical burns to his Not skin. Not like retinal burns? He woke up in a ditch and a half hour later with burns around his eyes. Okay, because you don't really get that with welding either. You look at, like, I mean, if you're not using anything but like goggles or whatever you'd usually get searing retina pain from burning your your actual retina but you don't well for those of you watching there's a picture of the car you can see a smash the windshield is smashed now i will say this smash but not totally broken no it looks like imagine like a big rock hitting it imagine a big rock hitting it about at the dash level about where the driver's side is I and then the, the same thing, driver's like, side. Can you tell from which direction it looks like the glass was hit? Like, well, I'll tell you what. It's it almost be? a direct line from the headlight to the, to the smashed window. If you drew a line from the headlight on the hood up to the windshield crack, it's almost a straight line. Hmm. So, I, I, yeah, I'll tell you what it almost looks like to me. It almost looks to me as though he hit something with the tail with the headlight and that the beam of his headlight possibly reflected off of whatever it was and then smashed into the windshield now here's the part that is a little difficult is the fact that he goes on to say that the light went into the cab with him that's what i was meaning is uh, as far as it went like the windshield is still intact just like severely cracked it's not well even it's just no not even shattered all around it's simply that one that one spot right in front by the by the uh i mean it would enter the cab because it's got a window well it's not smashed through like i said i'm the light i mean oh i see light's gonna come through a window it's a fucking window (laughs) Yeah. So it's well, I'm saying, look, if it's a physical object, a solid physical object Mm. that he somehow hit and the light reflected from his headlights onto the object as it was moving 
forward onto the da- onto the hood so quickly that his eyes didn't have time to catch up to the to the object after the light had hit it, and then it hit his windshield, and he thought he went. I, he, I'm sure he went through a full medical analysis after the fact. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it doesn't have any of that information on here though. Uh, let's see. What does it say? Any? I know he had the burns, but no. I want to take just a moment to talk about CBD. CBD works as a very powerful anti-inflammatory. And I'm sure a lot of you have met someone who's used it or know a family member who's using CBD to relieve pain, anxiety. And the truth is, it does all of those things. Helps relieve pain, reduce and prevent inflammation, as well as relieving anxiety and stress on top of improving quality of life. So if you're looking to try CBD for the first time or get into something new and you want some answers, Clarkston CBD Company is where you want to go. Little plates I help manage uh, as well as educate people as to the benefits and products that can work for them. Check us out online, ClarkstonCBDCo.com. Shop online, reach out on Facebook, Clarkston CBD Company, and back to the show. No, there's no, there's no, uh, tumors, no, nothing like that. No, there's no medical report. Mm. Cause I'd be interested to know if this guy had like an, an, a a tumor or an embolism or something. Yeah. Because he, with tumors anyway, sometimes can be received as like large flashes of light and then knock you to the ground. Yeah. If he experienced that while driving, it would explain the light, and then he could have hit something after the fact. Well, they have a small portion of an interview with him that I'm going to try and play. All right. And let's see if we can get it to... Atkins. Oh, brother. What was was that coming through? The advertisement, probably whatever you clicked. I assume the ad before, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was something. Let's see. It was Atkins. It was Adkins. Diet commercial. Twenty miles from the North Dakota border, Sheriff's Deputy Val Johnson was on routine patrol after midnight when he saw an unusually bright light on Highway 220 hovering over the center of the road. He thought maybe a but see that or a hovering. plane. But, as- but see, that's not that's not that's just a report. So that's not still, actually. We might get more information than what was written. But that's what the story was right there. He said there was a light. It didn't say hovering. It didn't say a ball. It didn't. He just said it was defined. It didn't. I yeah. That same question. So even already, I got more information. I don't even know where that's coming from. And injuries. I mean, the radio. the nation. It's fun to look. That sound, I don't know where that report is coming from. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> where that report is coming from. Oh, brother. Oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. I got it, Mike. I got it. I figured out where it was coming from. My God. See the concern on my face? I know. I, I can right tell you're very, you're very, very concerned. So concerned. I can tell very much so. Relieved now to know that you have it under control. Here we go. The vehicle. I heard the sound of breaking glass, and that's all I, rem- that's all I remember for about 39 minutes. I, I woke up. Uh, I was sitting sideways in the road. Uh, I called for assistance at 2.19 a.m., 
and stated that uh, I was unsure of what exactly had happened, but I needed assistance, and I gave my location. That was 40 minutes after you first spotted the light? Yes, about, well, yeah, about 39, 40 minutes after I'd spotted the light. Once you radio radioed for assistance, what did you notice with your car? Well, the car was uh, sideways in the road, upright. Uh -huh. uh, I opened my one eye. My eyes were very painful at that time. I opened one eye, and I noticed that the red rectangular engine light was lighted, which would denote that the engine had quit, but the key was still in the operating position. And uh, that's all that I can recall uh, seeing at that time. Oops. Time. Officer Winskowski from Stephen uh, responded to my uh, assistance, and he found me. I was leaning up against the steering wheel, and he called for an ambulance, and I was subsequently transported to the Warren Ambulance by the Stephen Ambulance Service. The sheriff and the, and, uh, the senior deputy uh, responded to my location and noticed that a headlight was broken from the uh, driver's side of the vehicle. Also, there was a dent about the size of a dime in the, in the hood just in front of where the driver would sit. My windshield was broken uh, in a pattern... Uh, uh, directly in front of uh, where I was sitting as driver, and uh, the brakes radiated either way from either way from that. Uh, also, a red uh, hazard light on top of my vehicle on the light bar directly over my head. Uh, that the lens in that was cracked, and both uh, uh, antennas, spring-loaded whip antennas that are on my vehicle were bent. The, my wristwatch, uh, which is mechanical in design, and the electric clock in the dash of my vehicle. Uh, upon further investigation, it was noted that both of these timepieces uh, were 14 minutes behind uh, standard time. Very interesting, huh? Electromagnetism. Electromagnetism, which is extremely common. Extremely common in Not UFO in, phenomena. Yeah, it's got to have... Missing time, the electromagnetism, I mean, it's... It's interesting because that's not the first time, obviously, that we've heard that. And if it is gravity, like an intense gravity-like field, uh, yeah, time moves slower through it. Now, let me ask you this, Mike. Does that story sound believable to you? I, I mean, I've heard more far-fetched. I've also heard far more believable stuff because I don't know this guy. So what, what makes it, uh, the only reason I'm asking this is because, you know, we deal with a lot of stories. We talk about a lot of stories that don't necessarily sound credible. Mm. Um, they're similar, similar amount of evidence, but generally the testimony that comes from the individuals to me is not as detailed this or as was. straightforward. It's always so dramatic. You got to keep in mind, he saw this thing for an instant, went down for 39 minutes and then came to. He's got a lot of detail for something that happened like that to him. But he's also a cop. I, yeah, but knocked out is knocked out. I I mean, good point. Good point. I saw a light real quick and then boom, hit some shit. And then I don't remember anything for the next 39 minutes. And then I called somebody. Yeah. That's all of the story that we actually got. That's a good it's, point. There's He looked at the damage that was to his vehicle after the fact, which is what we can all see. So, cool, good job for having some exposition like everybody else on this story. Yeah. It's you don't have any real-time account other than the light beforehand, which nobody out there to corroborate. Yeah. 
all you did is saw light. I mean, and the fact that this one dent is like a dime, fairly concentrated. I mean, for all you know, you caught a couple pieces of shrapnel from the sky to the car. Yeah. Something, you know. Could have been something from a plane. Yeah. That's something goes down, hits, uh, he's driving, so it goes, hits like the top end of the headlight. Yeah. Goes up, causes a little dent there, and then ricochets up the windshield right in front of him, causing cracks, but not a shatter. I don't know what would have knocked him out. Yeah, and it make it makes you wonder. I mean, what? Yeah, because if it didn't shatter through, yeah, the windshield wasn't shattered. So whatever took him down had to have been something entirely different. The fact that it's on the one side and that his car was sideways in the road stands to reason. Like, okay, you're here. Something comes out of say the desert or whatever, and just boom, and you fucking slide. You spin, end up sideways in the road. I mean. Could it also not be? I mean, you've seen some strange damage come from accidents yeah. at speeds that should have been much gnarlier than they were. That's very true. So who's to say somebody didn't come out of the fucking side of the wherever we're on off the highway, like out not on the road? <laughs> I, you know, I hit think him in the side. The light he saw coming through was their headlights. Well, and the damage done to the vehicle is extremely minor the fact that he was knocked out says to me i mean it could you know what if there was a flash of light and then he got knocked out came to and thought that the light had been with him right that's uh, well i mean like i've been knocked out as you get that flash and whatever it's extremely disorienting you're immediately like you can notice but what could have knocked him out do you think it could have been a concussion from was he I mean, he was sideways. Did he? Did it say he stopped when he saw this light, or he was just moseying on? I believe he was dry, currently driving down. Because if he say pulled over and the light was just like somebody's high-powered flashlight on some fog or some shit, yeah, and he like what the fuck slows down? The little dime-sized thing could be like a hammer, yeah. You know. Well, it sounds like he was driving and it all happened so fast he didn't have a chance because it was like, you know, he's driving down the road. He notices the light. He notices how close it is and how far away, you know, off the ground it is. Mm. And then next thing he knows, it's in the car with him. Right. And then it hits him like this 200-pound pillow. And then he wakes up and he's got the, he's in a ditch. I mean, meteorite-like thing. I suppose you'd see half the an hour later on input or whatever yeah. coming down, but without having any debris. The fact that he's got physical damage on the vehicle says to me he was struck by something. The car it even it even made the vehicle go off the road. But what you know, maybe I mean I don't I don't want to make judgment on this guy to say like maybe he made a story up to cover for eyes are peculiar but see that's the thing there's no medical report he didn't say anything about what the burns were and and the way he said my eyes were burning says to me they weren't on the outside of his eyes that they were yeah his eyes were burning from the light or something but not that there was physical damage because there's no report that even in his in his uh statement he doesn't say 
I had burns around my eyes. He says my eyes were burning. I tried to open my eyes. My eyes were burning. What if he got hit by like ball lightning? Dude. What but if would that cause damage to the vehicle like that? I mean, I don't. Lightning can tear shit up. Like if you. Have That's a very good go argument for you. ball lightning. It's sudden. It was sudden. It moved. It's just right floating at him. there. I don't. Dude. It would have killed the car. It would have fucked with his. Uh, August 26, 1979. Uh, sure. <laughs> let's let's look up. Let's look up just for shits and giggles. Let's try and find a weather report for what it was. Uh, where was it? It was. Minnesota. Um, yeah. Where was Warren, Warren? Warren, Minnesota. Warren, Minnesota. Near North Dakota, Minnesota border. Yeah. So South Minnesota. Weather report. Warren. Soda. Right. Like I'd like a weather report from that day, even if nobody saw or whatever monitored ball lightning, if the conditions. Well, that right. I that to me is an extremely plot. You know, of all the things w- that they've blamed ball lightning for, you know, right, all the different times were that so minor. Yeah, it's like no, that's not the case. But in this case, it could legitimately because then if it like I don't know the way that it goes with. With the window, was anything done to his driver's side window, or what? Do we see? We don't know if that was down. Yeah, we don't know anything. Yeah, we don't know. So, for having so many details, he really just used a lot of words to give a few details. Well, and that's all. That oops. Oh my goodness, I switched that. That's a lot of the uh, the problem with um, a lot of these accounts. Unfortunately, I mean that that's uh, the biggest reason why UFO accounts are discredited. Is there's not enough? There's there's not enough. Let's see. Let's see if um, what it says here. If it says anything about brutal winter of 1978, so, I don't know if we're gonna find that information, but because yeah, I would uh, be interested within 24 hours either way whether we had lightning storms. To be for sure accurate, I would really need to know like mineral. Well, deposits let's let's in the for those that area. don't haven't tuned into previous shows and don't know what ball lightning is. Uh, ball light, Mike, you know it better than I do. It's lightning striking, kind of like iron deposits, copper mm-hmm. deposits, things mm-hmm. like that, and then over time, kind of like how a fire can start after it's been put out if yeah. the temperature's right. Uh, it would be the lightning equivalent of that is the metallic particles would charge and then it would form a ball and then move a few feet and then dissipate. Yeah. In almost all the occasions. <coughs> Which you'd see more in like desert areas, things like that. Cause it would need the right situations. It's still fairly rare. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose if there were, metallic deposits nearby we had a lightning storm anytime near the time i don't really know the full time dilation in between like how long a lightning storm can happen and then when the ball lightning can charge could even have had more fires around the time all right here is august more fires cause more lightning all right here it is uh let's see let's go over and let's let's take a look here and see what it's saying uh, what is 
I don't know if it really says much. I mean, it says visibility, 16.9 miles, total participation, precipitation. I don't know if this is accurate, though. I mean, it sounds like flat. On temperature was 54 degrees minimum. Mean temperature, 61. In maximum August. temperature. I mean, I know it's August 1979. Pressure and dew point. Sea level pressure, 30 inches. Min dew point. Total precip- precipitation, zero. The, who knows how accurate that is? I mean, who knows? What do you say? Like 64 degrees, 54 degrees in August? In Yeah. Minimum temperature. I mean, but I don't know how accurate that is. I mean, we'd have to look, but, but that's, that's, I I think that that is probably one of the most, if there is ever a case of actual ball lightning for a UFO sighting, I would say this is the one. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Mike, because if it was, I mean, we've seen, we've seen lightning. I mean, you can look up lightning that's broken glass. You can look up lightning that has left damage. I promise you this. If you watch damage from lightning, it's not going to duplicate itself every time. It is such a wild sporadic charge that I imagine it's got a pretty wide range of damage it can cause. Yeah. I mean, I hit you with a taser or whatever. It could be just a little burn on your arm, but if I amped up the amperage on that real high and didn't you could see visible cuts causing on your skin from too much lightning charge going through your body well and let's take a look i mean okay so for those of you that are watching uh there is i just punched in damage from lightning on cars and it is insane to say the least that's actual lightning strike much more force well i that's a good point Okay, well... That can knock you off your feet. That can move a thing. I suppose it could have, but, I mean, let's see. A regular bolt of lightning strikes that little dime dent on his car. Do you know where every single one of these strikes have hit? Almost? Near the antenna. Uh, Right along the... Driver's side? Right along the windshield above the dash. It is absolutely... Not all of them, but a lot of them. Which just, to me, says something in the engine right there is more conductive. Yeah. it's uh, So if it bent... <laughs> There's a little RC card that they have that... Well, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I bet it explodes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so that would have killed the car. Probably fucked the magnet in his watch. The car itself is grounded, so it's not like it could pass through it the way and do serious amounts of damage. Maybe if that car was on blocks when it was struck. Well, let's let's see if it says anything about ball lightning. Well, damage yep. from ball lightning. It's probably going to show it's the same shit. It's probably not going to give you much because it's far less yeah volatile than actual lightning. No, you're right. You're right. It shows the same shit. But, yeah, okay, let's entertain this guy driving down the road. I don't know what the light would be other than, say, lightning brewing in the clouds. Yeah. Uh, It comes down, strikes that little dime-sized thing on his car. The electricity arcs out, shattering the windshield and his driver's side uh, headlight. Yeah. And, you know, it could have easily caused him to pass out i guess well you know i looked up ball lightning and some of this stuff is uh pretty big oh it can be pretty big it depends on the deposit the the range of 
area that has been struck. Like if you're in like a heat lightning type area and it's do 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 whatever, it's gonna charge up a lot of particles. If it's in the wrong area, you can get. So it makes me wonder. Shit. That one looks fake, but it makes me wonder if. Um, you know, I man, now I want to know like if there was lightning in the area at the time, because if there was, and it was striking in the area, and and it happened to charge up like you said, man, that to me that is a solid case for ball lightning, a solid case. Everything he describes, including even the concussive blast, right? I mean, imagine a small but still powerful electric charge. 200-pound pillow, motherfucker. (laughs) Your body... That guy just described what it feels like to get struck by ball lightning. 200-pound pillow. Imagine getting tackled by John Candy. (laughs) The problem for me with ball lightning is he said the edges were extremely defined. Not something you're going to see. Yeah, but you know, you know, I don't know, man. Look, if, if you look at some of these pictures, some of these are somewhat... uh, They hold their shape, but they're constant current. You can't have a solid outer structure with consistent current. But you know, but let's go back to let's 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 take this as a as a theory for a moment, huh? Okay. Let's say that this guy's never seen ball lightning in his life. Okay. He sees something, he rationalizes in his mind that it must be It's amazing that we live in a time that you can go and shop for cannabis like you do shoes all kinds of different types and sizes for all types of different individuals well if you're like me and you like a nice balanced experience with no pesticides clean soil grown craft cannabis then you want to ask for hell's canyon cannabis company in your local washington retailer the reason why is because they use true live organic soil recipes, custom made per strain, per plant, like Mother Nature intended. You can't get any better. So if you want craft cannabis with a balanced experience, ranging from strains like Jesus OG or Acapulco Gold or their own Hell's Cookies, then you want Hell's Canyon Cannabis Company. Ask for them in your local Washington retailer. And if they don't have it, tell them to talk to me. And I'll make sure they get it. Back to the show. A UFO. Or that maybe he doesn't want to speculate, but the moment he saw it. We say rationalized to come to that conclusion. But maybe, I mean, but maybe the fact that he just. His mind defined the image. Maybe it really wasn't that well defined. He was only there for a second before he was unconscious. So who knows what's seared? I suppose when it comes to extreme light. Like if you've ever actually looked, uh, ill-advised, but looked at somebody arc welding and then like look away or something. It's similar when you get like bright light in your eyes, when you get the spots that are continuing. Yeah. So I wonder if he looked at it, it's seared his retina to a degree. And then when he's Mm. looking at it, it's got the after image over the top of it. Because then I suppose maybe it would blur out more of the jagged arches to be more of a defined out range. Yeah. I mean, this guy's also a middle-aged guy from Minnesota. Who knows what his vision's like? Can't give him full credibility. But, yeah, it sounds to me like the guy got struck by lightning. Yeah. 
I, I think ball lightning is a is a you know look. I'm thinking. Regular, I'm not saying that. Obviously, we don't know. Is what I'm thinking. Obviously, we don't know. However, I think that it that is an extremely strong case for ball lightning. I mean, if you if you look at the characteristics and what happened, the 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 speed at which it all happened. Mm-hmm. All right, so so we're gonna call it ball lightning, huh? I like it. I like it, Mike. I like it. Stamped! Debunked! We did it! Minnesota's longest-standing mystery solved by UFO No. That's what we do, man. That's what we do. Step up we game, take the hard Minnesota. cases. We ask the tough questions, right? Right. I mean, we did like 35 seconds of research more than what they gave us. Damn straight, man. That's because we're good at what we do, yo. Anyways, thank you all once again. For joining us another episode uh you know once again we're gonna keep up with the news stuff what's going on because there's a there's always things going on but right now it's, it's like since gun. that ufo report it seems to be a you know back to the same old same old of of you know these old crusty military guys coming forward and being like well yeah ufos exist and we're like yeah we know like give us some hard evidence for once you Pretty know sure it's the calm before the storm they've released it people are generating their ideas and wanting to know more which generates funding towards the military to do more of this more collaborative governments to get involved and then they can start releasing the shit that they've been hiding for a while and Damn call it straight. New. Exactly. So put a spit polish on the base on the moon, call it brand new, even though it's still got the shag carpet. I actually don't think we're uh, going to even try and touch that soon. Really? I don't think that they're going to admit to that part anytime soon. I think it's more going to be the pre stuff, like the stuff needed to do that. The technology will just cause we've got a few things to do. Like, yeah, we've advanced in lasers, so let's go mine stuff. That's the survivability, the defensive mechanisms that need to go order to do that. So I think that if we're like, okay, well, we got our hands on some stuff that is allegedly UFO. We've got our best scientists on it. Boom, we've learned how to use this sonar material. Boom, here's this experimental early stage propulsion stuff we're going to research that more and then we're going to make our advancements by pulling out the shit we've already paid for but have been keeping in the Uh, the garage the whole time yep and then you know advanced and put it more modernized like the shit is gonna i imagine the next 20 years is going to be a significant technological jump oh i would imagine across the board i would imagine every five years it seems like we go through a jump so yeah the next 20 is going to be larger oh yeah i mean like well look what they did to the shuttle look what they did to the shuttle the crew dragon Mm -hmm. shuttle is all touchscreen all flat screen it's incredible. It's incredible. The suits are streamlined. I mean more war-based. Oh, yeah, for sure. Weapons-based and all We're that. We're talking about this whole trying to stabilize and open black holes. What if that is early stage what we're talking about here or what we were entertaining at first, like a condensed gravity? That's all a black hole is, yeah. is condensed gravity that is to an uncontrollable rate. If we can sustain that, you can apply that to anywhere you need to. That's a scary thought. It is absolutely scary. I mean, I don't know how remote this would be, but if we got it to be to the point that we could just kind of by satellite open one up, can you imagine just right now a black hole opening up in this room and then gone? We're fucking over. Yeah. That's there goes any sort of terrorism. (laughs) It's so we got to 
thing that he's somewhere in these caves. Cool, drop a big one on him. We're going to collapse that mountain. Yeah. It's just think it's basically going to become the new age C4 and dynamite for mining. Holy shit. Start a black hole. Imagine that. Just, yeah, like, okay, we're talking about mining asteroids and stuff. Well, they're making black holes right now. I mean, they've got the technology to do them, to create them. Just imagine that movie Armageddon, right? Okay, so they're mining an asteroid trying to save everything. So we have the laser technology. We burrow a hole. uh, And instead of implanting explosives, we just put a condensed black hole inside of this thing. It just sucks it into it. Yep, gone. Yeah. It's uh, limitless possibilities. But then you got a black hole right there. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. If they've figured out how to stabilize it, oh yeah, I imagine they know how to eject to where it will stabilize or dissipate. That's the problem they're saying they're running in now. They can open it, but it doesn't stay open for long. Yeah. So if they do that, I mean, I can't imagine a black hole needs to be open for long in the middle of this room or a warehouse to do plenty of damage and then dissipate. We're like, we're very close to Stargate style it's, yeah it's basically a, a gravity grenade man that's crazy well it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy stuff we'll have stargates that you can just walk through and you instead of travel you just pop into wherever country you wanted to go to mm. or mars or venus or whatever the fuck i doubt that'll ever be public it's happening right now it's never it's gonna, gonna happen it's gonna happen right now you want to know why it's i got a black public? hole in my ass right know, now you want to know why it's not gonna happen why because I murdered somebody yesterday, and now I need to disappear. Boom, oh, my Portal. God. Portal. Oh. Anywhere in the world. Oh. It's the first step. If they release that to be public, they're going to immediate, based on uh, releasing that technology, have to significantly up their satellite tracking. Yeah. Giving away all of your rights and all of your privacy for the convenience to go through a portal. Sounds like a little bit of that is happening already. Yeah, but, uh, because we love giving our stuff away for minor inconveniences. That's, that's true. That is true. Well, I will admit I will give a little bit of my convenience away to have my own personal little black hole. I don't even like Facebook to access my location. <laughs> but, Mike, you don't want a free black hole? I, I mean, no. no. Seems like a bad... What a bummer. Bad pet. What a bummer. Well, on that, folks, let us know what you think. All right? Email us, I want to believe 115 at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, UFO No Podcast. Make sure and share us with your friends. They love us. And uh, splash us about your social media pages. Please, it helps us grow the show. And uh, go on and review us if you can. If you're on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere you can leave a review, please do so. Uh, Once again, it helps us grow the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Leonard, Damon, thank you all. Remember, use that promo code, U-F-O-N-O. Save yourself 10%. Use the promo UFO no at Clarkston CBD Co. (laughs) Right now. That didn't work. No. (laughs) You ruined it. I did. And then make sure and go and ask for Hell's Canyon Cannabis Company. You will not regret it. Balanced experience. It's beautiful stuff. But everybody, that is it for us. Go and look out for the government. They are shoisty bastards. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.